Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash Media. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome! You're getting awesome! We're getting awesome! Yeah, that's what I said now! Hey guys, it's Awesome Cast. It's June twenty first. It's the summer solstice. April. Yes. It's the you longest gotta, if day you of check summer. Check in on Foursquare. You get a bonus. You do. You do. I haven't used Foursquare. It's the in two longest weeks. day in summer, and we're here in a basement. Yes. We're all inside working on our nerd tans. Well, you know the sun is harmful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. It causes cancer. There's Chachi on the couch. How you doing this week, sir? I'm doing well, considering. Considering. But I mean. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, also with us as usual, Rob De La Creta. Howdy. De La Creta. De La Creta. Where are you hailing from tonight? Uh, I am, uh, first I'm going to I'm gonna call out some hardware manufacturers because I hate you. Uh, Imagine, uh, maker of the Z800 uh, 3D head-mounted display goggle thingy. What? <laughs> wow. Um, I hate you. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> they're like it's uh it's it's so it's two uh oled displays each one is uh 800 by 600 so it's like super dense and pretty cool and high quality but the hardware is awful and that is the reason that i'm still at work at they're 10 like, past seven that company is like rob sony <sighs> yes for, uh, for the moment they are the goggles are 1800 bucks a piece they're they're actual goggles well they're like um, it's a head-mounted thing, so there's like oh. a Velcro strap and like earphones that are part of it. Oh, nice! Like 3D things, but like 3D as of like four or five years ago. Oh. But they still make them, and they're still pretty popular, and they're still 1,800 bucks a piece. So that's why I'm still here. So I am above the Bat Cave. I am at the Cotton Factory, and um, as Mike said, I'm rocking the Pixel Workers, and uh, we actually have a whole table of a few hundred brand new unreleased Pixel Worker t-shirts behind me because we do that too. Nice, nice. Yeah. And also join us for the first time, Captain Awesome Brian Snyder, how you doing? <laughs> I am well. Actually, it's the second time. Uh, not as a well, guest, though. Well, you were, you, you made a cameo. That is true. I'm much sober. I'm much more sober this time. Well, well, yes, well, <laughs> I'm much sober more this time. <laughs> <laughs> we sure about that? I, I'm not. <laughs> Hey, of course, he's Dab of Tech with a K on Twitter if you want to follow him. Uh, I fill everybody in so we know where you're coming from. What do you do other than being Captain Awesome? Uh, I currently work in IT. I'm the guy that uh, nobody ever sees and uh, just really make sure everything is working. If you see me, typically something has gone wrong. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that means your email is down or some other mission-critical item that you feel is mission-critical is actually down. So... <laughs> I uh, take care of all the infrastructure. Typically, that's the easiest way to describe it. All the stuff that nobody wants to pay attention to. That's my job. <laughs> Excellent. And, of course, you've come across the awesome cast. Uh, we record this live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at live.sorgatronmedia.com. You can find us at awesomecast.com, Twitter at awesomecast. Uh, you can uh, email us at uh, contact at awesomecast.com or phone us at 724-258-CAST. It's 252-2278. Um, and, you know, check us out on iTunes, on Roku, on Blip TV. Actually, uh, Brian, you watch us on Roku all the time, don't you? Absolutely. I'm a, a huge Roku uh, connoisseur. Mm -hmm. 
He lets me know when we're down on Roku, <laughs> which I can't do anything about apparently. Um, but but thank you for actually the Roku numbers. I yeah, I didn't tell you this yet. Actually, we get really good numbers off of Roku. Like I want to say maybe a third of our views on the video are off of Roku, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, everybody yeah, else is accidentally watching us on YouTube and also <laughs> because uh, you just type in AW and uh, it comes right up. What were you saying, Rob? Um, everybody else who watches us is watching us in accidentally instead of South Park is what I found out today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was, a, that was an interesting little bit of Google juice to happen there. But hey, it really, uh, at least some people were checking us out. Then they, uh, <laughs> then they realize we're not South Park and they move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, um, uh, we, we got email. Do you want to do the email now? From often uh, show contributor AJ. Do you want to do that now? Who may be employed by somebody online right now. Do you want to do that now? Wait, when else are we going to do uh, it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking if you... Do you want to read it? No. You want to be the voice of AJ? Sure, I'll, read I'll it. do it. Okay. Uh, apparently Facebook is working on a... Uh, you don't sound hush. like AJ at all. This I know. is terrible. Well, Who's you're sound- fired. Who sounds like AJ? Wow. How do we even do an AJ impression? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> then you're fired. <laughs> Apparently, Facebook is working on a hush-hush project to build an all-HTML5 website and get out of the iOS app game. I applaud them on this. They legitimately have the ability to do this. Of all the developers in the iOS app store, Facebook has resources to pull this off. I could see them doing this and then inviting users to add a shortcut on their home screen that would use the Facebook favicon as the icon could they build an ios optimized site sure they already have one if they want to replicate and improve their current apps functionality in a website that's decidedly more difficult currently as of a google search there is no way to upload photos or videos through mobile safari seeing as photos slash video are facebook's bread and butter this could be a huge hurdle to them aj uh, and th- he said this last Thursday when this was more of a, uh, hey, look, there's this weird code name project. Um, there's been a little bit more. I- I've been hearing more rumblings of there actually being an iPad app uh, in the works for uh, Facebook. Yeah. The funny thing about this is that, well, there's there's two funny things. First off, when uh, iOS was first announced, it was iPhone or whatever. They they didn't even call it anything. Any Everybody came up with their own name. But anyway... There were no apps. There was no app store. You weren't supposed to have apps. Everything was supposed to be built in the way that Facebook could be purportedly building this new thing. So it's it's kind of like... And also, Facebook has never made a good iOS app. Like, yes, they have the resources to pull this off. Why didn't they pull off having a decent app that didn't stink, like, really bad? Facebook? The Facebook app is one of the worst iOS apps. If it's not, if it's not uh, Farmville-related... Mm. Facebook is lazy. Well, they don't do Farmville. I know. So, yeah. I mean, their mobile site is pretty good, but they never put any resources at all into their into their iOS app. All their updates are always like the very last, mm-hmm. and the app itself crashes, and it's just kludgy, and it's hard to use. And well, nobody, it, I don't know a single person who has said, you know what, I really love the Facebook iOS app because it's just the best thing ever. <laughs> well, I think everybody's kind of just finding a way to get to Facebook. From here, yeah, because they don't, they don't, they don't need to be awesome at it because everybody's already on it and just want to be on it on this device too. Right. So, 
and, and yeah. also, I mean, there. This is a, this is a company that iterates code like nonstop. How many times have you gone in there and settings are changed utterly, and I can't figure Which out? Which is how why it. I want to know why it, they update the the iOS app once every six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For how iterative they are about their code, I should have a new update in the App Store every day. But I think it's because it's a different ecosystem because of the App Store process. Because uh, the, the the way I was reading some of the the stories around AJ's email, it seemed like this is their response to how you know how the app store is, the, how the ecosystem is. They create their own ecosystem outside of that. It's a the way they've been behaving. I mean, like they're probably looking at numbers and that say that people would rather use their mobile website than their app, but it's because their app sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I hear the one for Android is even worse. At least when yeah. it first came out. I don't know if it's been improved since. But either way, uh, he also had something else added here. Uh, ran, uh, this is today. Uh, I know, I know, Chachi, you responded to it. Uh, random thought for for the awesome cast. What if Apple TV supported games with the iPhone, iPad as a controller? And, and I thought we, that was already a thing. Well, it is. But yeah. and this was brought up in the discussion. Mm-hmm. The key to making that a viable gaming system is the latency. Okay. Mm. Currently, the latency is too much of a problem. Which is something that the the Wii U is supposed to solve. Right. And not only that, but the way that it's currently set up is the Apple TV is showing what's on the screen of the iPad, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. defeating the purpose and not doing what AJ is actually talking about. Well, actually, we have that, uh, but also the, the, the... Sample that I linked at because I know they were showing off some of this at uh, at E3. Right, and this is the only game that they've okay talked but about this doing. Show this that somebody's doing it, and now this is again this is requiring <coughs> I believe an Apple TV right. being hooked up and You're, an iPad, and, and there's an iPad, and is the iPad actually tethered to it or doing it wirelessly? I don't know. I think I know for the for the racing game they're using uh, a tether like the AV tether. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about this video at the bottom here. That should take care of latency for the most part. Uh, but it, again, what we're showing here for the audio listeners is there's the game is playing, the, the main game in HD is playing on the screen, and uh, the iPad has, like, you know, the, the map of, you know, the map and the stats, and I imagine, you know, it's being used as a steering wheel, as, as usual with, uh, with uh, racing games like that. But so it, it has a long way to come. It has a possibility, right? When we're it has it has a really strong possibility. I right. would not be surprised at all if for uh, probably not like actual launch of iOS five, but a little no. bit after that they start really trying to get into the idea of like mirroring is the first step. Yes, uh, and then past that they work on to, and they did just upgrade the uh, the Airport Extreme. They haven't pushed. I have. <laughs> Uh, they haven't pushed out a lot of details on exactly what they did to it besides give it uh make it more efficient and give it a stronger signal mm-hmm. but um that could be uh the revision to the airport extreme could be one of the first few steps to reducing latency and making the idea of controlling uh games that you're playing on your apple t v via your iPhone or iPad a more viable option and, and this is one of those things like Wii U is gonna be betting on this sort of concept. So we all agree that Wii U is a terrible name, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, no so, one said that Wii was a good name. 
Yeah, yeah, we're, so, we're still back on that. Yeah, any so. variation of that name is automatically a bad idea. Especially like lately when I'm like, hey, I've been playing with my Wii again. I've been exercising with my Wii again. It Listen, just sounds so bad. As a Japanese company, yeah. you should make sure that your home country can can say the name <laughs> of your system. Yeah, that's a little bit of an issue. Uh, but, but either way, you know, this is a concept that they're going to be kind of introducing to the mass market here, what, late, mid, late 2012. Um, so... Apple has a year lead time on this to make it work and get it out there. Right. And when that happens, the developers are going to be there. You know the developers are going to be there. Now, it doesn't, here's the other thing. Can we make it so people want to buy an Apple TV? Listen, they are, they're listen. super cheap. Okay. There's very little reason not to. Number one, to go back to uh, what you said about the developers. Mm-hmm. It's Apple. Yeah. So... The developers are already there. Yeah. Because, like I said at work, if they're there for the apple with the bite taken out of on the back. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. No, the developer is there. Oh, no, that's Rob. But, um... <laughs> the developers anyhow. are there because all the people are already there for the apple on yeah, the back. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so, so the, they're going to develop where that mask is. Right. The, the developers... I was stumbling there for a minute. Aren't going anywhere. They're already there. Yeah. Okay. But are they on board with this new concept is what I'm saying. If they're not, then they're dumb. <laughs> Hello. Because. Sorry, it's my turn in words with friends. Oh, uh, but, um, yeah, no, if they're not there, then mm-hmm. if they're not on board with this, they're dumb. Especially if they're looking because... at Nintendo's looking out. Similar... Although this is op- this is really opposite of what Nintendo's doing because it's probably being processed on the iPad and pushed out to the TV more. But no, they're running the same chip in the uh, Apple TVs. Are you done having a conversation with yourself? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing there. Oh, jeez. But anyhow, back to what I was saying. If Apple can pull this off before Nintendo can in 2012, this puts Apple above Sony mm-hmm. as a viable gaming platform. Yeah. If Apple does this correctly, and this is going to be the first time I've ever said this, and mm. God, do I hope they do this correctly, mm. yes, I would be tempted to go out and buy both an iPad and an Apple TV. Now, this is, and but what about costs, you know? Uh, we're talking about a $500 iPad and a $100 Apple TV. Not necessarily. Versus who knows what Nintendo's going to be. No. Or is this one of those things that works because everybody's already got an iPad? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, you can, you don't have to invest in the whole system at first. Right. It, like, it's, it's not like you can go out and buy a Wii U controller, play mini games on just the Wii U controller, and then if you feel like making the investment, you can buy the console. Mm-hmm. This is something where you can get an iPad, do a heck of a lot more than just play games on it, and play a lot of really fun games. And if you want to, you can hook it up to your TV. I mean, we're also like the other side of this whole. Uh, game media, so on and so forth equation is that all the stuff is in your hand now and the TV is becoming less and less important. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus versus other concepts where they're putting all the stuff in the TV and the TV... Right, I mean, it's, as cool so. as the Xbox and, uh, you know, uh, I, can't, I can't say cool in PS3 in the same sense. No, you can't. But you can't. Uh, but it's cool, you know, as much fun as you can have on an Xbox, you, you look at the uh, prevalence of the TV as, like, your main, you know, the whole idea of, of 
going home and hanging out on the couch is still something we do, but following generations are going to do it less and less because of everything that's happening in their hand. Right. Mm -hmm. This is just Mm -hmm. another step towards phasing out the TV. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. And like Rob said, because I wasn't finished, (laughs) but you don't have to buy this all at once. No. So, and you don't need a brand new iPad. No. No. So, and it's going to be hard. You'll have to find someone that bought an iPad 2 or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you can go out and buy a used iPad. Yeah, they'll be there. And an Apple TV. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure the costs are going to be comparable. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, unless Nintendo is giving away this system for like 200 bucks, which Mm -hmm. isn't going to happen. No. It's a viable option if done correctly. And have we talked about the limitation that Nintendo's doing with the yes. Wii? Did we talk about yes. that last week? Okay. Yeah, I think we talked about that. About how there's only one Wii, yes. or a Wii U controller, I guess we're calling it. I feel like they should be calling it something else. But you know what? Thinking about it, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same way with the iPad, though. Okay. Because, I mean, seriously, do you think they're going to allow you to tether more than one device? Well, I well because that's already a software limitation. That depends on the game, because there are games that do like Bluetooth and wireless one on. Oh yeah, I mean, for instance, so, uh, like unless, playing playing Scrabble using uh, uh, iPhones true. and an iPad. Yeah, yeah. Or, or fighting <laughs> yeah. games, a lot of times will do that. I think you can do that with Infinity Blade. So oh, I'm I mean, so excited at the prospect of accidentally punching somebody in the face because I'm playing a sword game. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so I mean, okay, so that that problem's already been solved. Mm-hmm. Which means we're waiting on Apple to finish the rest of the puzzle mm-hmm. and see what the developers can do. Yeah, and, this, you know, and the other thing is, I'm not sure quite if this is a, a huge Apple push or is this the developers getting creative? If they're smart, it's both. Yeah. Uh, Everyone so- keeps saying that Apple is a viable gaming platform. Mm-hmm. Until this happens, I still don't believe it. Uh, speaking of developers and gaming, the SDK for Windows for the Kinect nah. came out this last week. So, mm-hmm. so what do you mean so? I mean, I mean, you're a Windows guy. What's the developer? I don't want to develop anything for the Kinect. No, <laughs> I still think that's a bad idea. All right, let's talk. <laughs> All right, what about you, Rob? Because you're not somebody that's afraid to move. <laughs> gaming. Uh. Mm. It's still kind of tough. It's also a generational thing. If you have a generation of kids that grow up moving with their entertainment, they're going to continue to move with their entertainment. But this opens it up. This is, this is an SDK so anybody can develop for a PC. Who knows what kind of concept, concepts we could get out of this other than... Yeah, I mean, really I mean cool, the, the mostly cool battles. thing is, like, yeah. I mean, what I do for a living is hack hardware and make cool stuff happen with it. Yeah. So this SDK is built for guys like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's built for the guys that, like from day one of the Kinect came coming out, like they've been reverse engineering the thing and making really cool things happen. There's a lot more to the Kinect than just games. The only thing, the only good thing I can see coming out of this is like a minority report or a <laughs> Iron Man type computer system. Wouldn't it be great if you like could, could yeah, operate, well, look, look at that new Windows interface. Right. Uh, so, I, I mean, mean, if that, you're just... That is, that is ripe for Connect interoperability. Right. I mean, if I can... <laughs> Sorry, we didn't get your, yeah, your no, arms that's moving. Fine. <laughs> but, I mean, if I can sit there and just, you know, crumble it up and throw it away, and the Connect recognizes that motion as me throwing something away, mm-hmm. then, I mean, that's kind of cool. And then also think voices in, in this. Right. 
So, I mean, you could start voice commanding your computer, you know? Yeah, the, the, the Kinect is a big step towards um, Microsoft kind of like... It's not that they're going away from gaming. They're certainly investing a lot in gaming still, but this is... This is something that's part of the gaming, but has potential as so many other things that I'd say that they're investing also in the like home interface device category, which is what I see the Kinect as more than a gaming device. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, I can think of a number of business business uh, initiatives that, uh, yeah, this could be used for. I've actually seen a couple of videos uh, of people who kind of hack their Kinect to do uh, business related things. Uh, one of them, for example, was uh, controlling of their infrastructure by moving uh, different virtual machines around uh, and different things like, you know, um, when you're in a conference or something like that. Uh, I, I think this is a good thing. I think, uh, you know, this gives, you know, it's kind of like a, all right, go ahead and see what you can do with this. Uh, I'm positive that a lot of great ideas will come out of it. And uh, we'll have to see if uh, Microsoft's takes them and says that they're their own and uh, repackages <laughs> them and uh, says, here, now pay, pay us for it. Yeah, so. yeah that seems to be But the I mean, like, he, like, like Brian just said, uh, this brings a whole new aspect to having a, a bank of virtual machines and virtual data. If mm-hmm. you can sit there and physically move the stuff, I mean, that changes everything. I just want to be hackers, man. No, hackers. Speaking of hackers, <laughs> <laughs> we're drawing this one out. Uh, it has been, Which uh, one? I don't know if you guys knew, but uh, there's, there's a lot of hacking, hacking going on. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah Which one bag. are you bringing up, Robert? I, well, they're all, they're all vaguely related, is the funny thing. Oh, okay. Except for the, uh, I've got to scroll here, the, the, the Bitcoin hack. I don't think was result. I, I can't use words. That's the one. That's the one I wanted to bring up because we were yeah, talking we were... about it last week. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. For, if, so uh, right. we were talking about bitcoins uh, on the show last week. Bitcoins, um, for anybody unfamiliar, is basically the idea of uh, virtual currency, um, uh, currency that can be completely anonymous. Uh, if used through certain channels, basically you you purchase X amount of Bitcoins, which are equal to X amount of US dollars or euros or whatever your currency is, um, and it's money that you hold online. Um, so you have a Bitcoin wallet. Well, those Bitcoin wallets were hacked uh, last week. Uh, somebody stole $500,000 in Bitcoin. Ooh, and I understand the, uh, I don't know what amounts to the stock market for these guys uh, uh, plummeted in the yeah. value. Yeah, uh, that was, uh, that was true. So the, the whole thing could have been, this is, what we're seeing is, um, like, it's the, the infancy of Bitcoin. So there aren't enough big players involved for it to be super, super secure yet, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> not, not a good time to have Bitcoin. So maybe? not a good time to try to buy those drugs online? Nope, nope not at all. Not, not really? <laughs> nope. No. Not in fear of getting caught, but in fear of having your Bitcoin stolen. Right. <laughs> now, and then this is the part that astonished me. Apparently, your wallet for these Bitcoins is actually stored in a file on your computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and not particularly encrypted. Right, and and because there's, uh, it's it's mostly completely anonymous. There's no infrastructure for tracking down stolen Bitcoins. Jeez. Jeez. So this is. This is basically just a very, very young, unsecure uh, financial system. Yeah, yeah, it's got a got a ways to go before it's going to be uh, a viable thing. So in the meantime, while bitcoins were being stolen, uh, Lulzsec 
was uh, they were having some lulls. We, we haven't talked about LulzSec on here yet, have we? We I, haven't I, I think at all. We've mostly stayed away from hacking stories because, to me, there just seems to be so many of them. It's like, okay, somebody's getting hacked today. Sega got hacked yesterday. Uh, I think well, we- it's it's usually we ignore them because they're just random people getting hacked. I mean, Sony gets <laughs> hacked because they turn their servers on. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, what we've what's happened in the last uh, last few years, I guess. Um, but most people are familiar with Anonymous. They've heard about them in the news. They're terrible people or whatever from 4chan. They're a hacking group, quote unquote. I'm making air quotes for anybody on audio. Um, and on the other side of that is, uh, Lulzsec. So, uh, Anonymous born out of 4chan is mostly what you would call hacktivism. So, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not so much evil as it is informative, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's uh, like they, whenever um, any any company that came out against WikiLeaks, against freedom of speech, or mm-hmm. in general uh, any issue like that, uh, Anonymous will come after you. Uh, just like for the same reason that on- Anonymous came after uh, the Church of Scientology after a lot of reports came out about the terrible things that were happening inside of the church. On the other side of the hacking spectrum, uh, you have the lovely folks like Lulzsec. Uh It's in their name. Lulz, doing it for the lulz, doing it for kicks, uh, cause, cause you know it's funny. So, uh, this week they hacked a bunch of gaming servers. Um, the quotes from Lulzsec are always the best. <laughs> well, they, they, the, the, the Sega one I, I heard, uh, the, we will, we'll, we'll, we'll help. Wait, did they, I thought they didn't do Sega. They didn't do Sega. They want to, uh, Sega got hacked by somebody else and they want to seek vengeance on behalf of Sega. Because Dreamcast was awesome. Yes. Well, it, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that uh, they're all over that news story, because uh, London police have arrested a 19-year-old in connection to the Sony hack, mm-hmm. which Sony is reporting cost them 171 million dollars in damages. So yeah. this so, is the hack. Yes. Um, a teenager has been arrested in London, and because of the, the laws over there, they can't release a name. Mm-hmm. But the police automatically assumed that this hacker was a member of Lulsec, in which they responded. Okay. Um, let me find the quote. It was a tweet, actually. Yes, um, they've been because, really big on the tweets. Yes, um, because the news uh, reported that it was the leader of Lulsack that got arrested. And so they sent out a message. It says, seems the leader of the, seems the glorious leader of Lulsack got arrested. It's all over now. Dot, dot, dot. Wait. Dot, dot, dot. We're all still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they announced that they hacked into the CIA website, um, PBS, posting a fake story that Tupac is still alive. Yeah, oh wow, yeah, that, that was uh that. It, was, it was the New Zealand PBS yeah. or something like that. It was something far off. Yeah. Why would you mess with PBS? But um yeah, so, well, well they didn't really do anything to PBS. They were just okay. in there. Okay. Yeah. Just hanging out. But um watching old Mr. Rogers. Oh no, they were angry over a documentary about WikiLeaks, which oh, is why yeah. they hacked. Yeah. Okay. Um uh, Lil also took out uh the escapist. And then uh, bragged about uh, that it only took uh, 0.4% of their DDoS capacity. Uh, and then they took out the login servers for EVE Online. Uh, and then they took uh, took out a uh, Finnish... Is it Finnish? No, their name is Finn Fisher. It's an IT security company that, quote-unquote, 
apparently they sell monitoring software to the government or some blank like that. That's why they did it. That was their official quote. <laughs> uh, login servers for the game League of Legends were knocked offline. But um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, also, they said they're sitting on account information for two hundred thousand players of the online game Brink. Brink. What is yes, this? I've never even heard of it. So the fact that there's two hundred thousand people playing it is amazing. All, all I've ever heard of was Eve because of the as I see. But on um, sites. yeah, they said that. Uh, but moments later, it said that releasing people's information is worth doing sometimes because it's fun. Yeah. And they said, yes, yes, there's always the argument that releasing everything in full is just as evil with what with accounts being stolen and abused. But welcome to 2011, they wrote. This is the Lulz Lizard Air, where we do things just because we find it entertaining. Yeah. It's, it's the, I mean, the whole thing to take from these stories uh, is that we've like gone through this interesting sort of continuum of information security where like you had like back in the like the Kevin Mitnick days everything was pretty easy to hack but not a lot of people did it because the ability to pass all that information around was not that easy but now we've moved forward to a point where it's really easy to do the technology is advanced enough to do it relatively anonymously and technology is moving so fast that you can't possibly secure it enough quickly so everything has become really crackable really quickly right. which has given birth to things like lulzsec because a lot of them are pretty young now uh brian you 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 work in a, a security uh <laughs> fashion uh <laughs> has there been a lot of talking uh amongst uh your company your compatriots about about all the security issues these days absolutely i think uh you know for every story that you know comes out one of the nice things is is you know you keep track of them and you know you use it as fodder so that when you when I'm standing up in front of executive management hey this is why we need to do this uh i will admit there are um there are a few nights that uh you know you definitely want to um you know keep keep uh it's hard to fall asleep knowing that you know if somebody just happens to pick your domain or your set of customers that yeah you're pretty much done uh, the good news is, is that there are a lot of, uh, you know, third-party companies that, you know, really obviously, you know, trying to make this as easy as possible. But, uh, you know, for the most part, it's, it's, it is very scary. Uh, you know, somebody has multiple web farms, just knowing that, you know, any day, that's really it. Um, uh, you know, just last week, actually, a, a local, uh, a local company actually was, uh, unfortunately targeted and it was, it, it was a pretty big deal. Uh, nobody knew what was going on, and uh, it, it really is scary. And you know, until you get everything resolved, uh, it, and it it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll be honest; it it really doesn't matter how large or small you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you uh, it doesn't matter. Companies, you know, I've seen companies get hacked using their own software. You know that you know that they produce, and uh, Oracle is an example of that. So it's been everything. I, I think Google Google was hacked from. Uh... Uh, social engineering, I think, like, like maybe about a year ago. Uh, I mean, it's 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 all over the place. So, uh, well, somebody else having security trouble. <laughs> you guys hear about Dropbox yesterday? Uh, from what I understand, uh, thankfully, I didn't need Dropbox for anything. I have a Dropbox account. I think most of us do. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy. It's you just put Dropbox. it up there. Everybody uses Dropbox. Attorneys are using it and installing it without our permission. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is a, that's got to be a hell of a security breach, especially it for is. a law firm like that. It is. <laughs> You know how many times I've had to backdoor into machines and block the software because I found it while helping them fix something else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's it's nice, you know, for them to share their files, but then all of your probably important nobody-should-see-these-files are somebody else's server. Right. So, I mean, do you guys do, do you guys have anything against Google Docs within your company? We don't use them. Okay. Um, because, once again, there's security issues. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean, yeah, uh, these people should be smart enough to know not to, but they don't. Well, the the issue was, the issue was apparently uh, there was an authentication error, uh, from what I understand, and uh, everybody's folders got password protected for, I think they said an hour. Um, and then what, what somebody was saying earlier, that they, then they got all unauthenticated, even the ones that you did? Yeah, I, I believe that was... I want to say it was earlier today, mm-hmm. um, but there was a period of time. Uh, there was a blog article, I think, by the uh, VP at Dropbox or something to that extent. Uh, there was a period of time where uh, you could authenticate, and no matter what you put in, it would be correct. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and that leads to your issue with it, Chachi. Right. <laughs> Let's see. What else? Is there? Uh, meanwhile, uh, it appears like, uh, uh, as people were saying, Rim imploded this week. Oh, Rim. They they oh, let go. Dirty. They let go of several thousand. <laughs> well, they 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 let go of several thousand of their employees. Um, the co co CEO said that they're just readjusting. I think, and well, first they have co CEOs, which is kind of weird. Um, and I think it was the VP, uh, the, the VP of something, uh, uh, took off for another job, uh, just, just, uh, less than a week before their financial report. So, uh, Rent might be in trouble here, guys, which we've been kind of, you know, seeing a writing on the wall for a while. But. All right. We talking about Google? <laughs> what? I, I, I don't know. Google? They really, no, oh, sorry. No, go yeah. ahead. What's that, Ryan? Uh, I was going to say, I, that, that poor company. I mean, they had such great technology. Uh, you know, I'm one of those guys you have to pry my Blackberry out of my hand. I mean, it just, it just works. Um, you know, as somebody who works, you know, at a company, the control over the device is just incredible. Uh, you know, whether somebody leaves their device in a cab or, uh, it gets impounded by the police's evidence, knowing that I can, uh, you know, disable that particular device is just, you know, critical. And, uh, it just works. It's unfortunate that they uh, made some horrible, horrible decisions on the playbook, as well as uh, not making any progress on the um, on the touchscreen phones. Because I think that uh, that really, you know, did them in. Yeah, they never really got any further than doing like the the Storm Two, I think. And it's horrible. And then what was the other one? The torch was the torch even touchscreen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Touch, touch, yes. No, you, you, you yes, played with that. It was. And then it sounded like their last ditch effort was this playbook, which there's carriers in, uh, I think, Europe. Uh, O2 said they're not carrying it. Good. So, I mean, it, they, they just completely dropped the ball on all that stuff. Right. Well, it's past my prediction, but <laughs> they're imploding. Yep. So. So, and even I uh, pulled up the headlines for them. Now there's. Uh, uh, there's talks of takeovers for Rim. Who would buy them? Who would, who would buy them at this point? Google. Nokia? Google. Google knows better. Why, yeah. why would Google do with <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, Microsoft would. I mean, Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft, yeah. 
every night, night. If the price is right. I mean, well, look at you know Microsoft's already take, taken over Nokia's uh, OS. Well, in for other their phones, in other mobile news. Yes. Google's uh, Nexus 4G specs. Well, some of them leaked today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Google Nexus 4G, unlike the rest, will have a carrier. They've announced that today. Well, okay. I mean, it, it's it's been announced that it will have a carrier. Okay. They okay. haven't announced which carrier it is. Well, the previous two devices weren't necessarily carrier-based. You had to buy the phone and then take it where you wanted. The only carrier that you could buy it through was T-Mobile. That's not entirely... Yes, it was. The, no, the first one came out. You could buy it outright for, what, $600 or they, they pushed you to buy it outright yeah. rather than getting you to but buy it through did, a carrier. They did offer it, I believe, on T-Mobile, uh, but through Google. You weren't going to T-Mobile to buy it. Right. So this is different that it's going to be actually it's, at yes, it's the carrier. Yes, it's at the okay. carrier. I got you. Um, and it'll be one of the first phones to break the four-inch diagonal screen barrier. Why do you want to break that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Are our pockets getting bigger for yes. these phones, by um, the way? It'll have a 1.2 or 1.5 gigahertz dual processor. Okay. Um, 720p screen mm-hmm. with a 5 megapixel uh, 10... What is it? 1080p camera on the back and a one megapixel camera on the front. And it'll have a gig of RAM. Yep. Jeez. It's going to run uh, ice cream sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they're also taking off the four standard Android buttons. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, yes. No. They're, they're going to be software buttons, right? Yes. Like, so they're not going away. They're just not going to be physical. That's right. Um, what yep. else is there? Um, it's speculated that it'll be AT and T that gets it, hmm. but it's all speculation. Sounds like AT and T's trying to shore up their bets with the iPhone. Probably I guess the iPhone. Although I, I think it's funny because it used to be you go to an AT and T store and you didn't see any signs for iPhones. I, I passed one up on McKnight Road and there was like three, no less than three signs for Apple products, including the iPad. It was ridiculous. But I guess it's what they need to get people in the store. So, uh, hey guys, uh, who wants to get an awesome dot awesomecast domain? You do. Uh, I don't have like thirty five grand, <laughs> so I'm gonna pass on. Is that. it thirty five grand? Because this yeah. one, yeah. this one says uh, the application fee alone is clocked in at one hundred and eighty five grand. Oh, oh, oh. So uh, we might have to work yeah, on that a little bit more. Um, you might need about a quarter million dollars to uh, not only get it but keep it, because I believe there's a ten or fifteen thousand dollar Per year, uh, maintenance fee on the domain. Maintenance fee. fee. What? What maintenance fee? Somebody well, it's not a top level domain. So somebody actually now, unlike, I mean, we pretty much all pay for uh, somebody to manage, you know, .com, .net, all of it. That's done automatically, and we're all subdomains off that. Now, if you're going to be a top level domain like that, then you've got to pay people to keep up. So I start my version of GoDaddy that I sell yep. people at .awesomecast at .sort. That'd be awesome. Doc Chachi, you know. Um, Sorry, I'm too busy reading our next article that's not in the notes because <laughs> this is wonderful. But it could be interesting. Um, well, I'm curious what's got your, your interest then. So we I, we spent a lot of time covering Duke Nukem Forever last week. Yeah, way okay. more than we probably should have. Right, and I didn't want to cover it today. 
Like, before the show, I told you that we had talked about it enough. There's no need to cover it anymore. Okay. However, <laughs> Duke Nukem's PR representative... Oh, yes! ...has decided today... Today? That, well, decided uh, six days ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, day after we did the show. Yeah. That they're going to blacklist people or certain companies from reviewing their future games based on the comments they made about Duke Nukem. I believe the Twitter uh, read that we were going to seriously reconsider uh, the pe- who gets our, our games in the future after Venomous reviews. Yes. Uh, using, using the hashtag AlwaysBetOnDuke, it said, Too many went too far with their reviews. We are reviewing, using just an R, <laughs> we are reviewing who gets games next time and who doesn't based on today's Venom. Yes, and I believe that tweeter has been fired, and that company has been dropped by 2K Games. Yes. So. Yep. Um, and according to the article, uh, blacklists are common but rarely public. Mm-hmm. And they went on to say that our Duke Nukem Forever review was tough, but I stand by every word of it. And they said they're not pulling any punches when it comes to gaming review. And this is the the Ars Technica review, yes. and it, which I think is the one we went over last yes. week, where they and had they the map. destroyed it. They utterly destroyed it. Yes, but yeah. So, um, yeah, game reviewers, two K two K games may not be sending you stuff anymore. No, they will be because the, again, the this PR firm was fired, and uh, it's just funny. as well as the fellow. Well, even if that. they even if they don't get. Any games, if the game is important enough, um, there's this funny thing. You can go to this thing called a store, yes. <laughs> and you but can buy it. Advanced copies and such like that. And, you know, people yeah. want them in advance so they can get that day of review out there. You know, so um, and this is something. A lot of the conversation last week, since this came out, was uh, uh, from from you know reviewers and, and and you know publications saying, yeah, you know, we there is always that kind of thing where you can be blacklisted. You know, I mean, say we're receiving games and we receive the Duke Nukem and and we give it a pretty rough review. We may be less likely to do that. Apple was one that uh, is notorious uh, hush hush wise uh, of not sending people stuff or if at all uh, with their PR departments. So let's see. Well, in the case of Duke Nukem, isn't that a problem for 15 years from now? <laughs> yes. Bomb, <laughs> bomb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my brother actually, he played it, um, and he says, like, yeah, it's good. I didn't expect it to be awesome, but it was good, you know, so, I mean, that's it. I don't see it being good at all. Yeah, you haven't played it, man. You're right. (laughs) This is me rushing out to play it. Look at me go. Well, anyways. I'm gonna um, sprint to the store. Can I play it on my iPhone? No. (laughs) You can play the first one on your iPhone. It's probably just as bad because the controls are horrible. Let's see. What Actually, else? I have it on iPad, too. I, I got it for free for both. For yeah, I didn't reason. want to bring it up, but I found that article and thought we should follow up. <laughs> uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, how about this one? Report 30% of Netflix users think about downgrading or dropping cable. I think about it every day. Every day? Every day. You know what? I've got a, I've got a bone to pick with Netflix. Okay. What up, y'all? Um, so, uh, I got Netflix. I finally gave in. Okay. A couple weeks ago, I got Netflix. Did you guys know that Netflix sucks? What? What? It's terrible. What are you talking about? Like, if you want to actually watch decent television, it's awful. 
I, I'm oh, feeling, wait, wait, what I, I got you, dead silent. What I, are you? We're not in agreement here. No, I, I'm feeling, <laughs> I don't know. I'm having well, a pretty like, good if time. You wanna watch, if you want to watch old episodes of The Simpsons, it's fantastic. Okay. If you want to watch, like, if you look at most of the TV series that have come out in the last few years, mm-hmm. they're all, like, you'd say, like, 80% of them are really terrible, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah they're all on Netflix. Okay, but the ones I want to watch are on Hulu. Are yeah, they're on Hulu. They're not. Wait, 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 what kind of uh, what what brand of shows are you looking for here? Okay, but like you try to watch Dexter, you can watch Dexter the first three seasons. Yeah, that's like four years out of date. But that's not Netflix's fault. No, No. I know, but still, as far as like content, you're not going to get them anywhere else, and you can still get the DVDs if you wanted to. Right, makes me want to pirate. (laughs) You also have to. You'll pirate that stuff, and I, I'm discovering Doctor Who and Torchwood, and loving every minute of it. I, I, I'm, I'm noticing a trend. Okay. I, uh, while it does make me want to downgrade my cable or get rid of it altogether, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm learning that it takes more effort to supplement what the cable gives me. Okay. Than it is. I mean, so I have to sit there and try to figure out. If it's worth the effort, or if I'm just going to continue paying them, and at this point it's just going to be me continuing. And what to are your pay hangups? Them. Hockey. Yeah, main mainly sports, oh, which okay. I can watch on the internet, but it's a pain. Yeah, well, not if you, not so much if you pay for them, because there are packages from yeah. MLB. They're, they're crazy from, expensive, though. right? Uh, you know what? They're expensive, but but not really worth it. Look at no, look at look at what you're watching. If you paid for just what you're watching. Even if you went to iTunes and just paid for that same stuff that you watch every week on cable, as much as you watch on cable, no more. You know, not not barring for time that you're not watching commercials or watching less of them on Hulu or or, or whatnot. I can almost guarantee you're paying less than you are for cable. Right, but the difference is convenience. Okay. Because instead of breaking up my monies and giving them to multiple companies. I give one lump sum to one company who provides me with everything I want to see. So would you? But be there? you lose that convenience because it's only on at a certain time. Mm-hmm. That's what DVR is for. That's a whole other step. That was complicated. And then you're paying on for, for DVR. Not on really. Top of that? W- with one button or with two button clicks, I have a recording set. Okay. So. Okay. But then, hmm. don't you have to manage? Do you ever get your DVR full? No. No, that doesn't happen in your house. No, because I watch <laughs> stuff and delete it. Okay. I don't sit on stuff. There's no. He's reason. a good watching citizen, Mike. There, there, there's no. <laughs> there's no reason to save the stuff that I've watched. No, no. Because yeah. if I want to watch it again, then I'll put in the effort to go watch it Even online somewhere. Even with three somewhere. people in that house, you don't get stacked up with stuff. No. Interesting. Because we delete it after we watch it. There was one time where we did get stacked up because of the Wonder Years. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. But they had a marathon, and uh, there there goes your DVR. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I love those. But I mean, other than that, if once something gets watched, it gets deleted. Problem solved. Uh, me, I, I, I kind of. Go ahead. I've I've got a quandary. So, uh, it's it's that generational thing again. So Netflix works really well for, like, if you want to watch The Wonder Years, you can watch The right. Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. What about the kids, like, kids today? Kids today. They can't see what's on TV right now on Netflix. So that's what Hulu's for. I don't know. It depends on the channel. Um, like Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. 
as the season finishes, it's up on Netflix. Okay. And uh, same with a bunch of other shows. I'm noticing, like, children's shows. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of Disney stuff and a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. So, I stuff. mean, really, everybody wants a completed solution. Right. And you're not going to... Well, I mean, just to the point of, like, you know, you're not paying for all the channels on cable. You're not going to see all the shows available to you. I think it's the same when you look at... I look at Netflix as I look at HBO. Like, the, the, the idea that the movies are being cycled in and out, you know, uh, is is kind of what I attribute to the kind of HBO, Cinemax, whatever. You know, it's a movie channel. I look at yeah. it as a movie channel, you know, and something available to me at least for a time being. You know, I'm never out of something to watch, which is more what I'm interested in. Right. You know, and and it get, it exposes me to a lot of stuff I never would have watched. Half the stuff you recommend to me, I never would have watched that stuff if I went out on my own. I know. Now, now Brian, aren't you a uh, aren't you a cord cutter over there? I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> don't so worry, I was gonna just... pitch to him. <laughs> What'd you say? I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna pitch it to you because I'm I know. saying the guy that's watching us on Roku has to have an opinion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we have been uh, cable-free for almost seven years now uh, since we moved into our current house. And we do have cable, uh, but it's over the air. It's Mm -hmm. the same channels you get over the air. Um, Not a big sports fan, so that's why my opinion is a little bit different than a lot of other people's. Um, I love it. It's – Yes, there are things that you miss out on. Uh, there was a time in which The Sopranos were very popular and different other, you know, TV shows. And yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really care either. Um, you know, the day the Roku box came out, uh, I mean, I, I ordered that because, uh, that's when we were able to get the, uh, Netflix online. And, uh, we actually have a Netflix account. Uh, so, you know, it was great. It had two channels when we got it. It was the uh, Netflix as well as um, Amazon. And, you know, yeah, there are things that we can't, you know, we can't see, um, you know. But at the same time, you know, if, if there's something new uh, that you want to see, you can pay Amazon for it and you can pay a couple bucks. And um, I know there's a couple of TV shows, you know, my wife wanted to, you know, she missed it when it came out. We don't have a DER, so she gave Amazon two or three bucks and, she watched, uh, you know, whatever she wanted to watch. So it, it definitely is um, it is a sacrifice, uh, especially for things like uh, the Discovery Channel, um, you know, those sort of things. Uh, th- those are a little bit more difficult to get. But, uh, you know, my Roku box, I found out there's actually a limit to the number of channels you can actually put <laughs> on a Roku box at any one time. Really? Uh, yeah, it says out of memory. At least mine does, and again, mine's the original. Yeah, so. you have you have an older model, so that might not be the case anymore. Uh, don't you right. have uh, Hulu's on that now, right? Yes. Yeah, so we also have a Hulu Plus, at, which actually uh, was very nice to have in the beginning. Uh, although it it seems that um, it changes sometimes. So content, like sometimes, if you start content, like you start a series, you know, and you get halfway through, it may not be there uh, for whatever reason when you're done yeah uh, so i we've seen that but we you know i've also seen uh some shows that you know kind of like rob was mentioning uh, i don't know if anybody remembers the the pretender so i started watching that from the beginning and uh you, like you said you, you discover a lot of that uh you know you, you may not have uh watched um but it is a sacrifice and i know a lot of you guys are you know big sports fans and uh mm-hmm you know, different things, and, you know, we don't miss that, uh, we don't, you know, we don't get to see a lot of the, 
unless it's on regular television. You know, we don't get to see. Uh, yeah. I'm, well, okay. let me ask you this: You said that your your channel space on your Roku box is full. And granted, while your Roku box is one 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 location, mm-hmm. how many channels do you have as sources of uh, entertainment? I guess video entertainment. I want to say it's at least 25. And again, not all the channels. I mean, I try out a lot of channels as well. So, okay. for example, there's a, a Russian TV. Uh, <laughs> you can get news from Russia in English. I actually just started watching that um, just for something different. And it actually, it's a different viewpoint. You know, I think a lot of times um, those who know me know I'm somewhat unsatisfied with the local media, especially right. the television media. So, uh, you know, every once in a while I try to find a, a new source of uh, news and there's a NASA channel, you know, I like to watch NASA TV sometimes, especially when there's, you know, something going on. You know what I attribute this to? I uh, Back in the day, again, I, somebody, I, I grew up without cable, you know, got the got the satellite yeah. dish in 96. But before that, there were the other satellite options. I mean, somebody came to our house trying to uh, shop this something that was like uh, an antenna that we put up that got like cable channels uh, that, that they were trying to push for the time. Then there's the giant satellite you get in the backyard you know uh my 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 one uncle had one actually two of my uncles had one and they got free pay-per-views off of it that was interesting but other than that they didn't they never had like all of the regular channels that you would say have on cable where you were in in town right right? um but there'd be all these alternate channels like something like a nasa channel or all this other stuff so i kind of attribute this whole idea of something like the roku box like where we have these other ideas of places so i mean really i guess the question comes down to do you want what everybody else has so you can have the water cooler talk or do you just want to fill your time with some good content i mean i found that i'm watching and listening to more podcast content than i am television right now yeah i I think but that's me uh, go ahead brian oh no sorry uh yeah i think in my case you know i watch a lot of web series and you know uh just random, you know, series that, you know, people have made themselves and put online. And then, you know, you start following that content, uh, you know, and it, again, the Roku, you know, the Roku device makes everything easier for me. So that's how I discovered that. So, you know, I typically in the first time, I'm like, hey, have you ever seen, you know, this web series? Uh, so even if you don't have a Roku device, you can actually just go to your, you know, your computer and you, you can watch the same thing that I'm watching as well. Um, and those are those are huge. There's, there's Channel, entire channels devoted to, uh, you know, web series that, you know, people put production grade, you know, material that, you know, it's easier to do nowadays and throw up online. And next thing you know, some guy in Pittsburgh on a Saturday afternoon watches your entire series and is like, oh, I really want season two. And, you know, you give money to them and, and hopes, you know, they do Kickstarters and different things and, uh, you know, really hope that, you know, stuff continues on. Well, I mean, and I'm not saying that that's not an option I would follow, mm-hmm. because honestly, there's nothing other than sports. Yeah, there's nothing on TV that I rely on. Okay, like so as you my could, entertainment, you could, ta- you could take or leave anything. Yes, there's so. there's no shows that I feel are absolutely necessary for me to watch. So for you, if you had like if this NHL Game Center, which is available on the right. Roku, if that covered as many Penguins games as you'd want to watch. Exactly. At, least, at least enough of them to be worth it. You'd be in. I missed six Penguins games this year that I didn't watch. Mm-hmm. So that's 76 games, not counting the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm looking at that. I mean, we see UFC, NBA options, AFL, 
uh, which I know we well we don't even get that. On but local I mean TV other half the time, but uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean it's Netflix. Yeah. Because I watch more movies than I watch anything. Yeah. And that's what I use my cable for more than anything else is the on-demand section. Mm-hmm. It's like a supplement to Netflix because the stuff that's on there isn't on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Yeah, and for me, it's uh, it's Hulu Plus. It's it's over-the-air antenna. It's Netflix. YouTube's coming on, on Xbox. It's all on my Xbox, by the way. You know? Uh, and, and without... You know, other than that, I just watch stuff on my computers, on my iPad, whatever. So I mean I'm I've I've found that that iPad becomes my television more than anything. I had it sitting down here watching Twit before you know while we're setting up today because you know that TV only has over the air and you know that's it. Right. So, well, hey Rob, thanks for stirring that pot. Yeah, you're welcome. That's <laughs> why <laughs> I'm here. So let me know. I, I'd be curious if uh, if your experience with Netflix improves for uh, for what you're looking for. Yeah, I, and I also think, because um, I just got my, well, I've had an iPad 2 for a while, but I just got it back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see if, especially if I, like, give in and buy an Apple TV, because I'm still doing uh, boxy off of a MacBook under my TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see if the iPad uh, has an effect on the sort of content I could do, because also if I can... Uh, if I can mirror my uh, my iPad to my TV, then I can like hop on YouTube and do whatever like super easily without the kludgy trying to control an interface from an interface thing that you have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I see from the chat room, Hot Wheels says he uses TV PC TV. I'm not entirely sure if that's a legitimate site. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. another uh, illegitimate site, if you're into sports online, would be ATDHE. Dot me. Uh, <laughs> They're never easy. They're never no, easy. Whatever no, they are. Could, no, the uh, the only one that was easy was uh, uh, channel surfing or surfing the yeah, channel, yeah, yeah. which yeah, got taken down. That's why they're not around. Which yeah. is interesting. There was actually some fallout from that when ICE took down all those uh, streaming sites because some of them were foreign. So some of them are like, "Yeah, you have no jurisdiction over us. Why'd you take out our domain?" Yeah. So there's a lot of kind of blowback from that. Well, hey, guys, that was a good conversation. We need to get out of here. Uh, Brian, thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, you're, of course, Dab of Tech with a K. If people want to check you, is there anywhere else? You you blogging or anything anywhere? Yeah, that's on the to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, but thanks for joining us. Rob De La Creta, RobJDLC.com. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anything new coming up with you? Uh, going to St. Louis next month. Ooh, that's a thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's anything good in St. Louis or anything. Don't they have that arch I, uh, or something? Don't they have what? Don't they have the arch there? Oh yeah, yeah they have an arch. Yeah, a really big one, shiny. Good. Good. I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody who is from St. Louis, but I know <laughs> nothing about St. Louis. So that's what you get for knowing nothing about Pittsburgh. Yeah. What up? <laughs> and then there's Chachi of Chachi says.net where there's updates. Yes. Um, yeah. I got three weeks of blogs in the, uh, in the thing ready to go. They're posting. They're excited about that. <laughs> uh, they post every day at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried not to tweet more than twice about it because I feel like I'm getting annoying after that. So. <laughs> Yeah. You're not doing it wrong. No. Uh, and also, Chachi says.net, which might be HD this week. If all Chachi says out. the vidcast, yeah. It might be yeah, HD. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A new episode of Unsung. Yep. And I won't be here next week. <laughs> I'm out. He's out. <laughs>
So, um, take a week off. Guys, you can check us out, awesomecast.com, if you find out everything going on with us. We record live Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern at live.sorgatronmedia.com. Twitter us at awesomecast, uh, or email us at contact at awesomecast.com. Phone us at 724-25-ACAST, <laughs> or that's uh, uh, 252-2278. Uh, please look us up and comment on us on iTunes, Mediaflight, Roku, uh, Blip TV, and YouTube. We're on all that stuff. So, And we just... Oh, Rob's about to crash again. So <laughs> for, <laughs> for Brian, Rob, and uh, Chachi, uh, thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome thing actually i might have gotten it from chilla so can you explain this taco yes to me hashtag thing yes it's the opposite of taco no which is nothing right obviously I mean, there would never be a taco no are they getting tacos now uh yes they are uh, actually right there is a taco event as we speak i kind of want tacos a taco I, event remember when we used to do tuesday tacos no no, That's it's Taco Friday. Tuesday for Andrea's birthday. The oh. uh, Taco Extravaganza practice at Chica Loca Taco. Holy crap! Yeah. All right. I've been reading this hashtag all day. Yeah, it's it's there's a Facebook event. Oh, yeah. I'm just like I kind of want a taco. Well, obviously, you weren't invited. No, they didn't really invite anybody. It was more like a whole bunch of people on Twitter talking about tacos, and then they. Uh, and they did it. I, I like tacos. We fell on social media. No, no. We're busy on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're busy. We got we got things to do. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's let's... not that we fail. It's just we're busy. <laughs> Somebody get me an apple galette, please. I've, I've heard it so much, and I really want one. Did you bing get rich slowly? Bing get rich slowly. <laughs> no, look at the, the, the laptop. What's happening? The, the laptop with the uh, Ustream or the Justin TV on it. <laughs> In, in the Bing search bar, it says, get rich slowly. It is. No, that was a, that was, that was a blog oh, that good. Justin recommended. Oh, oh wow. That's good. I How do like... I turn off your face? I don't want to see the... <laughs> How do you turn off your face? <laughs> like, no, it's like really jagged, and I can't actually make anything. <laughs> You can't make anything out, so I'm like, I as well save the bandwidth. But you know, if I'm waving my hands... <laughs> I, I just saved like a quarter of one of my cores, so... Let's see. Awesome cast oh. episode 56. How do I turn off your <laughs> face? <laughs> oh, by the way, I watched the, uh... I, I have watched a few minutes of the episode when we had Mikey on. Yeah. And, uh, fuck him for having a better video feed than me. And I was on Comcast. <laughs> And he was <laughs> on AT and T on his iPhone. <laughs> his iPhone. What the? I don't know what the deal is. I can't. <laughs> Skype hates me perpetually. Oh, that's something we should probably talk about. What was? That's this? not news, is it? What? No. It. Uh, Microsoft acquiring Skype. Uh, what? For like eight billion dollars. Yeah, the deal went through. Yeah. Oh, it finally went through. Was the thing? Okay. It was approved. You just throw that in there as something. Didn't to make they like fun of. fire everybody? 
They Probably. fired their executives so they didn't have to pay them. Yep. You know what? Oh, Skype oh, fucking oh, sucks. Oh, so here's another here's... one. Real rim meltdown this week. Oh. My rim melts down every week. Um and uh, Dropbox like uh, yeah. the thing yesterday they they made every folder password protected for like an hour. Oh. How is that a bad thing? That you don't have the password. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they then they did the opposite and unlocked everybody. Oh no! <laughs> All right, we'll get into that. Not my child right. porn. I think yeah. we're good. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Rod, you're fired. And there we go. That's the stuff you we can't, can't say on public access. Stuff television. we can't say on public access. All right, let's go on in five, four, Dingle. three, Barry. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the awesome cast this week. It's April. No, what? Wow, the wow. Well, we April. Oh. All right, we're restarting. April. We're restarting. Try that it's again. April. <laughs> <laughs> Episode April? forty-nine. Wow. 